Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Turbo Charge MD. I am your host, Rich Force. I am the CEO of Medical Marketing Solution. Excited as always to be here and share some information and knowledge with you to help you turbocharge your practice revenues. Speaking of turbocharging your practice revenues, today we're going to talk about how to convert your prospects into patients, your roadmap to practice growth. So one of the biggest challenges we have in private pay medical practices is not only generating leads, which we've talked about many times in some of our other episodes, but once you get somebody who's interested in your services, is how do you convert them into becoming a new patient? So if you listen to previous uh, episodes, it'll kind of lead you up into this as to, you know, you've already found your avatar, who you're trying to attract to your business. But once they contact you by the phone or they refer to your practice or you receive a web lead, it's really about, you know, how do I get that person to actually become a patient? You know, take the leap and either buy a product or a service or come in for a consultation and agree to purchase your services and become part of your practice and you know this is a very very difficult task you know i find for you know most practices and this is where we like to really help and dig deep into what are the basic fundamentals that you should be focusing on as a practice owner or if you're a person who is within the practice who is responsible for converting the new patients you know what is it specifically that you should be doing what are the correct steps that are going to help your practice grow? There's only a few ways your practice will grow revenue-wise. That's either increasing your prices for your existing patients or, you know, more, uh, you know, theoretically, the best thing to do is keeping your existing patient base solid and always adding new patients to the mix. And that's going to help you grow both the number of patients and also in your revenue. So let's just, you know, first of all, we have to just define a lead. A lead is a name, a number, an email address of somebody who's expressed interest in your particular practice. Uh, all leads may not be created equal in your mind, but when you have somebody's name, phone number, and email in front of you, the goal should always be the same. Get in touch with that person, build a relationship with them, find out what's really driving them to want your services or treatment programs and find a roadmap or a game plan to help them overcome whatever their issues are. I can tell you that uh, 3% of all first conversations with prospects typically will maybe end up as a one-time close or become a patient on that particular contact. So you have a 97% chance of failure in converting somebody into a patient after just one conversation. Now, your really good practices that have, you know, really an expert consulting or, you know, quote unquote sales team might get up to the 10, 15 or 20% range. But, you know, typically people aren't prepared, especially when it comes to medical to make a decision. So with that in mind, and I'm certainly not saying you can't do it. One thing you really need to focus on is building that relationship with these people and really finding out, you know, what it is that is their hot buttons and how it is you can help them, you know, solve their challenges or whatever their issues are. And you really need to have a game plan. You need to have a well-trained team to help you increase your patient base, which, of course, will help you 
increase your revenues as well as well so number one let's talk about a game plan like you have to have a game plan you have to have an approach to your actual sales activities and when i say sales you know i really like to use the word consulting um selling is not a bad word you know selling is something we're doing for someone not to someone but when it comes to medical treatments you know we're talking about things that are life-changing things that really really impact someone's life you know down to a cellular level and of course on an emotional level as well so we have to be prepared to you know take them through a journey and show them you know what it's going to be like to have a relationship with you so the, the game plan that you need to have in place is you know let's talk about how who's who in our practice is responsible for actually converting these interested prospects into patients you know do they have scripts uh, what is the follow-up strategy once you receive a, a lead so if you receive a web lead somebody goes to your website submits a form and it pops into your inbox you know how long is it until you're actually contacting that person you know who's really interested uh, what's your focus on as far as the phones I mean, when somebody calls your practice those are your hottest leads those are people that said hey i really want to find out information now or maybe even get some treatment right now i'm going to call so are, is your team prepared to answer those calls again do they have scripts did they know what to say and what is the goal we always have to think about really what is the end game the end game is we're trying to get the person to make a commitment to come in for a consultation or come in to start their treatment programs we're not uh, trying to set a precedent of having to make 25 phone calls to them you know every couple days or constantly emailing or texting them although that is going to be a crucial part of your arsenal but we have to treat every prospect that we speak to as though it's going to be our last prospect we have to treat every prospect as though they're going to become a part of your family no matter what they say or no matter what their issue is we want to make friends and once you make friends and once people trust you they know how much you care they're going to be much more apt to want to be a part of what you are a part of so we have to have that game plan how are we handling phone inquiries how are we handling web inquiries and of course what's going to be our follow-up uh, game plan or blueprint you know if you if you know that three percent of the people are going to buy 97% aren't statistically, then what are you going to do with the other 97%? You know, step number two is your team. I mean, you really need to figure who in your practice is responsible for what. Uh, if your front desk team is responsible for answering the phones, they better be trained in sales or at least know what the goal is. Again, we're trying to get people through the door. We're trying to build instant rapport relationships. And we, you know, we need to have, you know, your staff, everyone trained. Anyone who answers that phone needs to be well trained. Anybody who is responding to web inquiries needs to be trained as to what to say because that's going to be an outbound call versus an inbound call. Hey, Mr. Smith, you know, this is Rich from Medical Marketing Solutions. Uh, thank you so much for showing interest in our treatment programs. Um, I wanted to get to call you and get to know a little bit about you, tell you a little bit about us and then show you how easy it is to get started with us. So there always has to be a script and there always has to be a game plan. And then there also has to be a strategic time as to when you're going to be doing your follow-ups because every prospect is kind of like in a, in a flow. You have a workflow and the workflow is 
you know, do whatever it takes in a professional manner and with great communication via voice, email, calling, uh, and texting to get somebody, you know, to make a decision. You know, at the end of the day, either somebody makes a decision or they don't make a decision. They make a decision. You want them to make a decision to the affirmative, which means I want to come in and I want to, you know, get started on a program. So, as you can hear, it's not as complicated as it sounds. It just takes planning. It, you definitely have to have, you know, a really solid game plan in place. Um, and, you know, after you train your team, we'll talk a little bit about holding them accountable for results. You know, another thing you need to have as part of the game plan is a goal. Like, what is your new patient goal every month? Are you trying to get 20 new patients to become you know, part of the practice is it 30, is it 50, is it 10, you know, how have you been doing in the past, you know, where are these patients coming from, how did you do the month before, the year before, so you can look at a lot of historical data and kind of know what to expect, but of course, a lot of it's going to depend on your team, and of course, the service that you give, and the results of that they get, because people at the end of the day are coming to get great results. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is the, the whole relationship building aspect of, you know, speaking to prospects and having people interested in your practice. And this is where I find that, you know, we do a lot of secret shopping. I mean, we have a call center and we do all the things that I'm talking about today. Our team does on a regular basis. We have consultants who answer the phones, make outbound calls, do all the follow up, you know, for our partner practices. And we certainly have a game plan every day. But the thing that we are really good at and the thing that everybody needs to be really good at is building relationships. So building a relationship is really a number of different things, being friendly, caring. Uh, again, people don't care how much you know until you show them how much you care. And that is absolutely true. Uh, all of your interactions should really be about the other person, not about yourself. You could have the greatest practice in the world, but if you're not the nicest person in the world or your team is not treating people with respect, kindness, empathy, and understanding, you know, we don't know this person. We don't know what they're going through in their life, but we're going to treat them like gold and make them really like us, therefore want to do business with us. That's got to be the philosophy and that's got to be the guiding factor and the guiding light as to what your interactions are going to be with your prospective patients. So asking a lot of questions and you could dig back into a lot of my uh, podcasts in the past, which deal with all of these topics. And this will really tie it together for you. But relationship building is it. I mean, you want to find out, again, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, what is it that they are seeking? You know, what is the result they are seeking? How is what they are going through now impacting their life? How would they feel if they were over to able to overcome those difficulties, those struggles, or those challenges? And most importantly, how is it that you are going to partner with them to help them, you know, on their way to a better life, a quality of life? And it could be via uh, HRT, it could be through sexual wellness, it could be through generative medicine, functional medicine, whatever type of medicine you're practicing. Again, building those really solid relationships with your prospects. And then once they become patients, then you really have to give them that wow factor where the customer service really is kicking in and they know that they've made a good decision after that initial commitment to become a part of your practice. Um, so 
after that, I want to talk. I want to talk about you know the phones. I mean, you have to have great phone presence. So anybody who's taking calls, making calls, needs to be in control of the conversations. You have to really own the phone. So knowing you know what questions to ask, when to be quiet and listen, uh, taking notes, following a script. Um, I truly believe in scripts. I've written so many scripts that I know them backwards and forward. Yet every time I have a conversation with a prospective patient from one of our partner practices, I look at my script. It keeps me on point. I know exactly the questions I want to ask and I want to write them down. Uh, and once again, when people feel that you care and you're really trying to find out about them, they're going to be more apt again to want to be part of your practice. So uh, I really suggest that you record your phone calls. Number one, uh, you have to listen to your phone calls to make sure that your team is saying the right things. Because if you're just trusting people to be on the phone, not that they have any malintention, but if you're trusting your staff to be on the phone and you don't know what they're saying, and then sometimes you're saying, hey, I wonder why we're not getting any new patients or we're not at the place where I thought we would be, especially with new practices. You know, that's a whole, you know, that's a whole accountability uh, issue. And we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. So, you know, practice, role play, call your practice. That's the best thing you can do. Call your practice from, a, you know, just a different number or star 67. And just start asking questions about whoever to whoever answers the phone about your own practice. Secret shop your practice to see if you're happy with the results. That's really important. And then, you know, so we've, we've talked about so far, you know, what is a lead, having a solid game plan, training your team for success, being a great relationship builder, handling the phones with authority. And then, you know, I think everything's important as far as this conversation is concerned, but following up is just super important. If 97% of the people statistically don't get started on the first call, that means you have a lot of work to do. That means you're going to have to have email templates and you're going to have to have a phone call follow-up strategy. And I can tell you're not going to be successful in any business if you're just relying on emails and texts to get back in touch with people, especially when you're talking about medical procedures or treatments. People want to talk to a human and ask questions. So you might think you're wowing people with, you know, a two-page explanation of everything that you do, but really you want to focus again on their goals and focusing on their goals, that that takes a phone call. So, you know, the typical person will not become a part of your practice without at least 13 touch points. And that can be a combination of phone calls, text, and emails and you have to mix that up and you have to have a specific game plan for that so 13 contacts most companies don't make it past the second contact so uh, no but one percent of companies make it to the sixth or seventh contact so you have to figure you know over the course of a couple weeks you're gonna need to touch base with these people you know at least a, a couple times a week and you're not bothering them, you're not interrupting them. Don't forget, most of your prospects, you weren't cold calling, you didn't just look up a number online and just call them, they inquired about your services. Now, whether they're ready to take action right now or not, there's a lot of things that come into play with that. It could be price, it could be timing, you know, there could be a spouse involved, and we have podcasts about overcoming objections, but right now we're just talking about just good old fashioned follow up, you know. 
showing your excitement and that you are a professional who really cares about getting past that first conversation and getting into the second conversation. Of course, you know, as I mentioned, we want to get people to make a commitment right away. We're talking about in case they don't. So timing your phone calls, calling different times of the day. If you usually call them in the morning, they don't answer, then thinking about calling at night, but just general follow-up in general, and also annotating your follow-up, making sure that you're using some type of system where you can see what the follow-up patterns are. I mean, if you have no idea what's going on in your practice, who's calling who, who's following up, what emails are going out, what text messages are going out, what people are saying on the phone, this is the time you really need to think about I need to take control of my practice because your practice, the fuel of your practice is obviously your patients. You know, as far as the patients are concerned, you know, obviously they're spending money at your practice and, you know, you, you, that's your income source. You know, that's what drives everything. That's what pays the salaries. That's what keeps the doors open. That's what, you know, lets you enjoy the life that you want to have and have the freedom that you want to have, you know, in uh, being a private pay medical provider or a concierge practice. So, you know, after follow-up, again, holding your team accountable for production is, you know, really important. Your your practice should have goals. Um, you know, whatever that goal might be, you need to think about how much money do we need to make to just keep the doors open and pay the bills? How much does our average patient spend? And then we know exactly how many new patients we need to have every month and what kind of revenue we need to do from our existing patients. But making sure your team is doing the things you're expected of them. You know, if people are not following up and nobody's holding them accountable, then it's kind of like there's there's a kind of vacuum in the leadership. And I'm not saying if this is a physician listening to this, I'm not saying you need to be the sales leader, but you need to designate someone who is in charge of that because typically most providers, they, you want to provide amazing service and, you know, great your great medical expertise but who's running the business who's actually looking after the business side and who's holding people accountable you can't have a business where people just do whatever they want to do that's when you kind of lose yourself you're like all right i'm not exactly sure how we got there we got there or we didn't get there and i'm not sure how we didn't get there it all comes in down back to the planning phase the execution phase and then the accountability phase and then finally uh you know being consistent, uh, you know, I know my kids, I have two teenage daughters who just hate how often I tell them that life's about consistency, but it is. You know, if you're consistent in everything that you do, especially the good things that you do, you're going to get great results. So a lot of times it's just hard work. It's it's grit. It's determination. It's rolling up your sleeves and saying, you know, I'm going to make this happen. You know, come hell or high water. This is my job. I'm going to make this happen. And the consistency of everything, which it's being disciplined to have a game plan, being disciplined to, you know, practice and train and coach, you know, and a lot of these things might, you might say, Hey, this isn't even in my wheelhouse. I just want to practice medicine. That's when you need a company like ours, medical marketing solutions, where we offer all these services, you know, for you, where we take care of the business side for you or any, or any company that, you know, can help you, you know, really have a great game plan on the business end and hold that either the, you know, you accountable, you hold them accountable, but consistency is really everything. You have to do things regularly. You have to do things in a planned out 
well thought out way and you need to just continue to duplicate those efforts you know when you look at a an athlete you look at a basketball player you know the guys who are great foul shooters in a game who shoot 85 90 they take thousands of shots a day in practice you're just seeing them at the game the great hitters in baseball they go to batting practice and hit hundreds of thousands of balls uh, any you can take any sport you could take anything musicians you know, guitar players, they don't just pick up a guitar and they can play. They practice for hours and hours and hours and always trying to improve their technique. And it's a consistent regimen of doing things over and over again to help you be successful. So, you know, just to recap, you know, one of the hardest things in any business is getting new customers. And it's not really being a salesperson. It's being a caring uh, practice. It's caring about people, wanting to help them. I think you need to think about why did I open this practice? What do I enjoy most about it? Or if you're somebody who's on the business side or the sales side thinking, you know, do I really enjoy helping people? And if I do enjoy helping people, let me go out there and help as many people as possible. And the only way you're really going to do that is by making sure that you're constantly contacting people, constantly bringing in a new flow of brand new, you know, paying patients. Then on the operation side, we're giving them this wow experience. They love being a part of your practice. They'll never leave. And they're out there promoting the practice in the community for you. Uh, you know, these are all the important components to having a very successful practice, both financially, from a reputation standpoint, everything else across the board. Uh, if you want, if you need further information about us training your staff for success. We do uh, webinars, we do on-site training where we'll really take your team and develop the plan for you, help your team execute it. You know, if that's not something you want to do, we can handle all of those business aspects for you. We have our Vortex Concierge Call Center. Uh, you could check out more about our company at www.medicalmarketingsolution.com. Uh, you can call me anytime at 888-292-1147. Again, my name is Rich Forrest. I'm here 24-7. Um, I hope that, you know, you get something, at least a tidbit out of these podcasts to help you, you know, to really excel and take your business to the next level. And I'm happy to do a free consultation or answer your questions anytime. Hope everyone enjoyed. I enjoyed being here. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.